Here's my beef. Present like... beef. <laughs> Present beef. Forward. <laughs> the... Present beef. <laughs> The 21 Beef Saloon. <laughs> In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I, I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. That's disgusting. We are not experiencing any glitches after not recording for no. like two or three weeks. None at all. That's the good news. Good the good news. news is we haven't recorded for two or three weeks. <laughs> is that the good news? I don't know. Let's ask, let's ask our listeners. Let's ask our listeners. I almost said please, viewers. Please. Nobody's watching us. Well, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're back in the swing of doing a ridiculous amount of these, Brooke. There's 14 that you sent in two separate emails. But the story goes on and on, but not sure. it, it continues. But so we could do part two with more, but and then I think there's some prior, but I couldn't find them because right. sure. he goes away from a subject and goes to. You yeah. know, and then comes yeah. back and thinks everyone's just, you know, oh, can jump right back in because they never miss a day. No. Well, his fans probably don't. You know, his fans probably are like, are like, oh, my God, he's back to the storyline. I love it. I love it. Oh. <laughs> and these are what? No one knows. No one knows. I still, I still haven't. I don't know what the name of that song is. So if anybody, if anybody uh, knows, if any of our listeners knows what the name of the song that Brooke and I keep referencing as like a start of a parade, I literally listened to the beginnings of over a hundred marches. Oh God! And none of them were that. That's it's wild. That's wild to me. Do you understand how sad that makes you sound that you listened to over a hundred? I mean, you had time to listen to over a hundred. It was the while I was driving. Movie. I just I skipped through them. Oh, that sounds safe. Yeah, there's the little button on the steering wheel. I didn't have to. I just listen and I just press it with my. Thumb. Here's my Perfectly thing, safe. and I really, I really have to ask this. Okay. That they won't let us hold a phone in our hands. Sure. We have to be hands free. Yeah. But you can pick up the soda, open it, you know, you know, stir your coffee. I mean, you don't get arrested for any you other could, nonsense you're you doing. Could. You, you could. You could get arrested if you were, like, stirring your coffee. Because that's something that seems like it would take two hands. Can you look up a hundred uh, police cases on the internet right now, while just, you're uh, driving? And, yes, a hundred. <laughs> no, while you're driving. Yeah. And see if anyone has ever been pulled over for stirring well, their coffee. Well, I if I but was people a cop, get pulled over all the time for having their phone in their hand. Well, yes, because people don't just hold phones in their hands; they look at them and they get drawn into them, and then they cause wrecks. You know they what I do if I forget my if I forget my earplugs because you know the two thousand eight Mercury 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 hybrid. Mercury 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 Hybrid. And uh, Melma Hay. Helma 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 Hay. 
Havar. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the 2008 Mercury Mariner hybrid has no Bluetooth. Right. So I have to have, and if I forget my earphones, then I I just lay it on my shoulder, and I'm like, I dare you, police officer, to pull me up. I'm not touching it. Except sometimes I do because it slips off. But then I'm like, sure. that's no yeah. more touch than getting a drink out of your soda. You know, um, so, you ought to put a little bit of Velcro on the back of your phone and then a little bit of Velcro on your shoulder. A little bit of just... Velcro on my phone. A little bit of Velcro on my shoulder. What is that song? A little bit of it's, something. It's Mambo Number 5. Yeah. A little, a little what were the other four? There weren't. There weren't four others. No, no. That's that's been the joke since it came out. In the oh, early 2000s, I didn't know that. That people. I are see. Like, there were not four it's other no Mambo Mambo's. number four. No, it's just Mambo number. Four. <laughs> oh, that is a good joke. Well, I'm glad you're finally I I up on it. All these. You know years what happened the other Lou, day? Lou someone put out his song. <laughs> someone at work. We were sitting there, and all of a sudden, a, a truck went outside, and I said, oh, excuse me, and touched my stomach. And he laughed. He had never, no one had ever done that. I mean, he laughed till wow. tears. Fly, and I'm like, you've never, no one's ever done, gone, oh, excuse me. It was so fun. Just the joy of that. It's a great joke. You oh, yeah. the trick the, with your thumb. Remove your Where thumb. like, you know, or got your nose might Yeah, got your him. nose. I need yeah, it. I know. Ah! Because, Brooke, what is your job again? What's your job right now? Oh, well, you, you fell for that fishing expedition. <laughs> yeah. What it's a Broadway that? musical. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Broadway Avenue in Kansas City, Missouri? No. What? Broadway. In uh, New York City, uh, the island of Manhattan, <laughs> the Big Apple. Yeah, it's all of those yep. things. All of those things. The city and yeah, it's just that never sleeps. It never. You know, it does though. Well, you it do. does go to sleep. You sleep for like ten hours, and your pulse goes down to forty. Yeah, we have yeah. this. We have established this. We have established it never goes under forty though. So. You've Does my reached. watch just not register? Because it wouldn't it be possible that it would go to your 39 tell, at some watch, point? Your watch would tell you if you went under 40. But that's just your – your body has a, has a limit, and the limit is 40. <laughs> I think it, it just did, did it. it just I think it just did it. And now you're just staring at nothing. Yeah, nothingness. just staring at it. I mean, it's – with all the Diet Coke, though, how does it go to 40? Ever. How? What if I didn't drink Diet Coke? Like, what – What then? Can you imagine? 20, probably. (laughs) Probably, most likely. The 20s, the teens, uh, the aughts. You'd have to to set an alarm for Charlie to uh, hit you with a defibrillator every morning to get you restarted. Well, what he would do is use his own. So he he could use his own and then just lay on top of me, and it would just zap both of us. I don't want to hear about Charlie laying on top of you. Please. This is a family family show. Yes, but there was nothing gross about it. He's reviving me. There's nothing gross uh, about medical science. A doctor will say there? that when you're like, oh, I don't want to be looked at in my gown. And he's like, I've seen it all. 
They say. Did I send you the? Did I send you the picture of of the uh, of the paper pants? They make you. They're shorts that they make no. you wear now for MRIs. No, 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 no. Paper pants. <laughs> yeah, they're blue and baggy and paper, and it's like take everything off and put on. Not only this gown, like you can't keep your underwear on because I guess what a bunch of people were coming in with metal with underwear. metal underwear. <laughs> oh God, yeah, just like you know, what do they call yeah. it? Chastity belts. Yeah, exactly. So just they're like put on this cod pieces. Yeah, I had to take off my cod piece and put on, uh, uh, put on paper pants. The last two times I got an MRI. Anyway, did you get the picture of me in my picture? I, well, the best is it looks like you're about to bust a moo. <laughs> I'm not going to take the bait. You're not going to take the bait? No. All right. have we, we haven't discussed bust a moo yet on this uh, podcast. We probably have. We probably have. Oh, oh. Yes. I'm so glad I brought it up <laughs> because I was walking with the very famous Broadway so- West End. A television film actor, Adam Godley, the other day down the street, and this came up organically. And I (laughs) said, bringing it up, (laughs) do you think Bust a Moo is a funny tagline for a cartoon about barn animals? And he was, he laughed, he literally laughed and said, Yes, okay, it wasn't like, Yes, that's funny. He he giggled at Bust a Moo. Uh I I like your insistence that it came up organically when you know just as it just as it did just now where you're like oh I'm so glad I brought this up. Well, but I, it was organic because you look like you're wearing like it's crazy breakdancer shorts. The the paper shorts look like breakdancing shorts. So you're busting a moo, and I mean the pose you're doing it almost looks like you've dislocated your back. Somehow, like you slipped a disc. Um, no, but normally what people say is, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Instead of, what I'm I glad I brought that up, is what you said. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I brought that up. So it's not like it came up organically. You're both In both instances, I believe no, that no. you've shoehorned this into the conversation. I did not. Because Why you would I just be walking down the street thinking of Busta Moo? Brooke, do you really want me to answer that question? Are you kidding me? Like, you think about it constantly. Because... I am rehearsing a Broadway <laughs> musical. I don't have time mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, keep this silly mm-hmm, argument going. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't. <laughs> I don't believe that to be true for you to say at any point in your life. At any point, at any moment, for any amount of time, you don't well, have time to keep a silly argument yeah. going, Brooke. Well, you guys actually—that's all you. That's all I have is time. All you do is keep silly arguments. You act like you life. don't keep the silly arguments. I'm not going. acting like that at all. I'm. Saying you kind of are. Just... You're acting better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm participating in this podcast now for the twenty-sixth time. And it is literally nothing but that. So here's the thing. I'm going to you're coming to the show. Yes. In June. In June. Around, I'm going to stop the Father's show Day. in the middle and go bust a moo. And then everyone stop this show. <laughs> I'm imagining you're super drunk. Every performance. Everybody <laughs> stop the show. <laughs> bust a moo. <laughs> let's get <laughs> let's get this started. 
Let's get this started. There are 14 to do, and it's... Let's get this party started. It's getting hot in here. Well, I'm very Bust excited about this. Bust <laughs> I'm very excited about this first one because it's two panels, and in the first panel, there's like 100 words. So that's yeah. just like you want to do, just because it's a visual medium, what you want to do is make sure to fill up every panel with as many words as possible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Oh, yeah. just wait. Just wait. Okay, so it's an old gentleman with uh-huh. um, the remnants of a comb over, like a, uh-huh. um, like two dozen or fewer hairs sure. combed over. He has gray hair. Sure. His shirt, which is yellow, is buttoned all the way up with no tie, just like um, all people. All, all the, yeah. Everyone wears clothes like that. And so he says, the problem is not the disparity in our ages, Macaldowney ellipsis. Drop down a line, another ellipsis. Not by itself, McEldowney ellipsis, nor the pills I have for all my little maladies, ellipsis. Not by themselves, McEldowney ellipsis, drop down a line, strangely no further ellipsis on the next line. Nor the ear hair and nose hair and eyebrow hair and its daunting preponderance, ellipsis, not by itself, McEldowney ellipsis, drop down a line, nor the scalp hair in its thinness, comma, Strangely, the wrinkles and wattles and flapping flesh ellipsis, not on their own account, ellipsis. And then the next panel, we widen to see there's uh, what appears to be a woman with her head down. And he says, Nan Lynn, question, uh, McEldowney ellipsis, or is that, or is it just four? One, two, it's. It's it's an ellipsis. Four. It's a rare sighting of a four-period ellipsis. Okay. Or or it's a McEldowney ellipsis with the last period being transformed into a question mark. Wow. So it says, Nan Lin, are you listening to me? Oh, Lord. I wish I could say no. All right. So we have no idea who this is. And so let me <sighs> do a quick... Um, I have a I have a couple things to say. Okay, after. let's go. Do you want me to say them while you're looking? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's. Um, all those descriptions of himself. Yeah. Except for the hair. Uh huh. Are are not drawn. He doesn't have a lot of wrinkles. He doesn't have a waddle. He doesn't have you know. It's like he doesn't. He doesn't have ear hair. He doesn't have eyebrow hair and nose hair sticking out. Yeah. None of that. No, he, he, in fact, in the second panel, this is a very good point. He's drawn almost like we see two different versions of a profile of him and he has no waddle at all. None. And he said multiple waddles, the wrinkles and waddles and flapping flesh. We're seeing no flapping flesh. So we can only imagine that the waddles are, I don't know, ball waddles. Ball. And (laughs) And the flapping flesh would be probably his butt cheeks. (laughs) <laughs> that would be my assumption. I have information on okay. who these people okay. are. Okay, got it. Bring it. Because I looked up Nan Lin, and Nan Lin is uh, Arthur's wife. So right above Nan Lin, it says, Arthur Peel, an English composer in his mid-60s, hired by Shulan and Hugh to score her project for Korean television. A celibate and emotionally somewhat distant man all his life, he wrote a piano piece for the production entitled Reverie that sends people into a fiery romantic flurry upon hearing it. 
I am shocked by this news. I am too. I am too. I can't. What? After meeting his assigned assistant, Nan Lin, Peel began an awkward courtship. That's also shocking, which included auditioning and performing together for a stage production of Gilbert and Sullivan's The Yeoman of the Guard. So not only is it Gilbert and Sullivan, which already by itself is like kind of like, oh, Jesus, really? Mm -hmm. But it's also Mm -hmm. like it's also like an obscure one. The most (laughs) obscure one. The most obscure one. It's not Pirates of Penzance. It's not like it's not the Mikado. It's the it's yeoman not... of the guard. <sighs> he finally professed his love for her, and despite his self-deprecating insecurities and age, and later married her. Okay, so then she is Nan Lin is a Korean but of course she woman. was his assistant. Yes, he's in his. So it's She's a power play too. Yeah, uh-huh. you yeah. know, it's yeah. like, and everybody when they hear reverie hump each other, just so you can't pa- help it. Okay, so crazy thing. Her last name is Peel, even before she marries Arthur Peel. What? Yes. Fun fact, I know two separate couples who had the same last name before they got married. Two that's separate couples. quite a ratio. That's a, that's a lot. So anyway. That is a lot. She became the inspiration behind his erotically charged reverie. Oh, Jesus Christ. And after... A quick, if complicatedly frustrating, courtship became his wife, wife despite their age difference. So that's where we are. We're we're with them. We're with right. But this brings me to the article Arthur I read. Nanlin. Okay, the article you read today was at the symphony in yeah. L.A. at Walt Disney Hall. Oh yes, I did see this headline. Yes. I bet if you interviewed those people, hold on. They, say what? Say what it was. A woman. Oh, I can't. It's so hard to say. While <laughs> while Beethoven's fifth was going on, I don't think it was Beethoven's fifth. Oh, I thought it was. No, I thought it was Beethoven's. Uh, fifth. I'll look it up. And okay, yes. Uh, a, a w- <laughs> it's just. It's so. Re- I mean, uh, here's what I'm. Uh, before we divulge the full headline, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. here's what I'm typing into Google for our listeners who are okay. unfamiliar with this. I'm typing in Disney orgasm. Okay. Disney Um, loves that. They love that press. A woman has loud and full body orgasm during L.A. Philharmonic concert. And it's during Tchaikovsky's fifth. Oh, Tchaikovsky's. I thought it was Beethoven's. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, but I guarantee you, if you interview the woman, she is a Brooke McEldowney fan. (laughs) I guarantee you. Anyway. Or so, it was Brooke McEldowney there. Yes. With yes. his wife. Or he read this and he's like, vindication! Right, it yeah. It does yeah. happen! Well, I just wait. The next, like, next okay. month, it will be in, in, he will use it, like, ripped from the headlines. Yeah. Like a and, law and order. <laughs> All right, so on oh to the God. second one. I know, now, I'm sorry. It's just like, how weird that that is the news today. News so, balloon! <laughs> Send up a nose balloon down to the Disney Hall. <laughs> Can we get it inside? We need a picture. Certainly it's easy to run the nose balloon at Disney Hall. It's in the round. <laughs> Just keeps bouncing off the walls and in the round. Okay. <laughs> That's a heater. Although, wait, the nose balloon didn't have that. It just had a balloon that was tied off by nothing. So, 
no way to control. No, nope, no way to control it. No way to um, make sure the air stays hot enough to keep the news balloon afloat. Just a regular old news balloon. Anyway, so obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, hydrogen. So it's very dangerous to have inside Disney Hall. I don't know why they allowed it. <laughs> anyway, so the next one. Now we're now. This is kind of a rare um, drawing from Brooke McElhenney because it is a character like we're in the point of view of Nan Lynn right now. Yes, yes. Directly to us. He does have a few more wrinkles under his eyes. Under his eyes, but only the thinning hair that he mentioned and no waddles. And the the eyebrows are the thinnest eyebrows. They're thinner than mine. (laughs) They're very well-kept eyebrows. There's no wild hair. He has wild hairs swept across his bald head, but he has no wild hairs. And his bald uh, balls. (laughs) On his his bald 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 waddles. (laughs) His bald All right. So this guy cannot stop talking. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited to read the, uh, in this first one, another hundred words that he says. My problem extends beyond all the little maladies. McEldoney ellipsis, drop down a line, ellipsis, the ear hair and nose hair and eyebrow hair, the scalp hair. So we're just re- Again, just just saying it again. This is everything that we just talked about. Wilson and Fortescue, just saying it 900 (laughs) times. The will, because he does it all. The ear hair and nose hair and eyebrow hair, the scalp hair, the wrinkles, the waddles, and the flapping flesh. Three uh, regular ellipsis. New word bubble. It's all of it together, joined by being in love with you that makes me quite self-indulgent and disposed to ignore reason. McEldoney ellipsis. Okay, so let's do the real pause and then the line. Okay, so say McEldoney ellipsis. Okay. Right? Well, I'll just I'll just read the last part of that. Okay, okay. That makes me quite self-indulgent and disposed to ignore reason. Back up a minute. <laughs> Did you say you're in love with me? Yes, but that goes without saying. And then the final one, she is now attacking him, and he seems surprised by it. This is, of course... The way it always happens mm-hmm. between men and women. Mm-hmm. The man expresses like, I'm in love with you, but I'm I'm disgusting or I'm an idiot or I don't understand how the world works. And then the woman, she is literally in this final one. She has one hand behind his head so that she can press her her teeth up against his It looks his like she's lip. biting his cheek. She has, literally. She's putting her teeth up against his upper lip. She's With her other hand, she has him by the lapel and is pulling him. And he says, on the other hand, perhaps it needs saying McEldoney ellipsis. And so then a hundred years before she says, shh. Yeah. Okay. So great. So this is, in my opinion, this is Brooke McEldoney whacking material. As an older man, he's like, uh, I have an assistant Mm -hmm. and she's, um, she's beautiful and, um, and uh, not Caucasian, and she's 30 years younger than me, and despite me telling her how disgusting I am, (laughs) she couldn't be more attracted to me because I simply have said, I love you. So, classic, classic McEldowney. The whole thing is just, I can't, I mean, this is only the second one. I know. There's four. There's twelve more to go. Twelve more. 
with Arthur. Mm. And so, so it appears that we're here. We've, we've read about who these characters are. This yeah. is, this is them. They're like the beginning of their courtship. Yes. So it's like, the, well, yeah. It's just, so yeah. like, before, they're finally giving in to all right. the, Right. The revelry, reverie, what is it? Re- sexual reverie tension. Was the, reverie, yeah, sexual was tension. Was the erotically charged. Everyone else in the town and in the concert hall has had sex to reverie, but now they're going to do yes. it. Yes, yeah, so they okay. are. And so, God, where, what, okay, I'm on the third one. What, uh-huh. is it a desk he's sitting behind? You'll have to find out. Um. Okay, because she is, it's hard to understand. He's... The the kissing that's happening is very weird. Her arms are around him. She's lying on some flat surface that's pushed up literally right against his chest because his uh, fingers are barely creeping over the top of it. It looks like he's in a hospital bed and he's dying. You know, yes. like he's in a coma or something. Yeah. Like that's a cover on him. Yeah. So in the first panel, they're making out. And then in the next panel, he looks terrified and apologetic. <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. He looks he she's just planted a huge kiss on him. He's professed his love and he has at no point in this looked anything but terrified and apologetic. And he looks even more so now and says, but of course, but comma, of course, I'm in love with you, comma, in spite of my hirsuteness here and my baldness there and my wrinkles and waddles. Again, and my, again. And my Wilkins and Fortescue. Mm, my Wilkins and Fortescue. Okay, sorry. And my baldness <laughs> there and my wrinkles and waddles. Oh, wait. Then he says more. Yeah, I thought that I'm was sorry. her, too. I'm I thought that sorry. was her, too. The the little tail from the word bubble goes around her back because we're seeing her back. And he's pleading <sighs> at her. And she's still on this flat surface somehow. And, she, and he says, that's what makes it so impossible and wretched and miserable. And then she says, "Would you shut up about that?" And he said, "Now we're now we flipped around to see the other angle of her moving in on him, but I'm not finished, Macaldowney ellipsis." And I have Ianika. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's hard to imagine how she would say her line with her mouth. Right, her face. mouth is completely like, "Oh my, uh, I have Ianika." <laughs> And I haven't even begun is what she says. But her mouth is – it's like, again, like she's going to devour him. Right. So – Like she's a big mouth fish or something. So he's he's like making the case like I am – I'm old and disgusting. I'm wretched and Mm -hmm. miserable. Mm -hmm. A relationship between us is impossible. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. He most certainly – had his pants around his ankles while he drew these three. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh my god! There's no way he didn't. It's impossible. It's impossible and to believe. I wish it, she would say, and even for the next ten strips, you tell me about your baldness and your wrinkles and your waddles. Wrinkles and, and waddles. I mean, it's like again with that. Again yeah. with that. Yeah. So so there have been, Wilkins three, and there have been it's... three strips and it's been wrinkles and waddles and flapping flesh in one, wrinkles and waddles and flapping flesh in two, and then wrinkles and waddles, no flapping flesh. In Wait, this we haven't one. gone over 
Her, her, her suitness. Her suitness. What? I don't know. I have no idea what that means. Hairiness. Hairiness. He does not. But you look at this picture, you're like, that's not a hairy man. I'm not seeing like hair. No, nothing. Like nothing that says. His... No. Well, so my hairiness and my baldness. Well, my ha- uh, my hairiness here and my here. baldness there. Like oh, I'm hairiness hairy in these here. Places. Okay. I'm bald in these places. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. Oh, but yeah. It makes like, total sense now. May, I mean, so like if they're just starting, like there's no evidence of hairiness. So now maybe he's trying to warn her, like if I take off, if I take off my shirt at some point, I look like, you know, I look like I'm wearing a bear suit. Right. Yeah. Okay. But what? What? Brooke. What? Are you on the next one? What is happening? Yep. Yep. No, I mean, you won't. I mean, it just, it's, it's not to be believed, even for him. Okay. So (laughs) in, in strip number three, she's lying on her stomach. On whatever mm-hmm. this, it's a desk or something, mm-hmm. it's a table. Mm-hmm. And now she is, and she's wearing, uh, you know, the really popular type of dress. The one with mm-hmm. long sleeves and a turtleneck. Turtleneck, right. It's a turtleneck with long sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, it's a, sometimes it's a turtleneck with short sleeves and it's still a dress. But it's, you know, it's a dress. It's It's got to either be... Have a V neck that goes all the way down to right. like the uh, to the navel, mm-hmm. or or the only or other ass option crack is, or yes, <laughs> an ass crack in the back, or the only other option is completely up to a, a giant turtleneck, which mm-hmm. which this mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. She is in on this flat surface and now has propped herself up on her knees, but her legs are spread completely. Yeah, so she went from flat to whoop. Now she's yeah. up. In the, but it's like the splits on your knees, though. Yeah, I mean, completely. Like her, she's on her. It's like she was on her knees and then like did the splits so that she's like her ass is on this table. Yeah, um, her yeah. out of modesty, he has drawn her dress draped over, draped her over vagina. Her, her, so we're not just seeing a beaver shot. Her pro butt. <laughs> her pro butt. Her pro butt is covered. Right. Is that right? Was the pro at the front? Or is it the, I can't, the am butt. Yeah, I think, yeah, the am butt is the butt, and the pro butt is the vagina. Right, right. That's, because you start back there, then you move around to the (laughs) (laughs) penis. Oh, that's right, because the kids with the purity. Yeah, okay. They'll have anal sex. So, and she's, she is looking down at him with like, I mean, you know, sexy eyes. He mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Um, it appears that he's looking at her vagina. Yeah. Am I wrong yeah. about that? And you he's are terrified. not wrong, my friend. He is you are not ter- wrong. He is, yeah. once again, terrified and horrified. <laughs> and she says, You must have noticed how much I'm in love with you. Well, ellipsis, drop down a line, Macledowney ellipsis, yes. And then... I- I thought this was my line, but it isn't. No, it's not. And then he says, but I just concluded that you're insane. 
and that that belongs in a negative column. McEldonny ellipsis, drop down a line, ellipsis. So he's mixed it up. In the previous word bubble, it was ellipsis, and then drop down a line, and then McEldonny ellipsis. Yeah. And this one, he goes back to what he did earlier in these strips and does McEldonny ellipsis, drop down a line, ellipsis. So that belongs in a negative column. McEldonny ellipsis, drop down a line, ellipsis, or positive. I can't decide which. Final panel. But wait. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's flopped down onto her front again. (laughs) Yeah, now she's like, what? Yeah, so she's. She's just flopped down and she's kissing him. Right. Well, let's see. And then she says. I must be doing something wrong. Right. She's got her his face in both her hands. And there's a, a lack of neck hair. So his hairiness claim yeah, no, is there's very, no, there's nothing, very nothing. specious. He's a anyway, very well-groomed man. Okay. So for, for what reason... Now I know the I know the reason in Brooke McEldowney's head of why she's in the pose in the first mm-hmm. first panel. Mm-hmm. I know his reason. Pants around the ankles is the first clue. That's that's why she's there. But from in her, if you're if you're her character and you're already lying down, why do you pop yourself up like this and then flop yourself back down? back down? <laughs> right? Like, is it exercise? Maybe she's cramping. Maybe it would be hard to lay like she's laying in the last panel. Well, she had to know, get up and stretch a little bit right, and then maybe go she back got, down. Like, one of those cramps that you sometimes get if you like decide like I'm going to stretch my legs and you get it like right up in your hip area. Yeah. Like in yeah. your hip flexor. And you get hip that, flexor. Oh, sure. You get like somebody stabbing me. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, I, I got to stop doing that. Why? Right, would but I... I still need to be sexy. So I'm just going <laughs> to come up sexy, like, stretch ah. it, and then I'm going to go back down. I must be doing something wrong, she says. So he's so once again, she's like, you must have noticed. And he's like, I mean, yes, but no. But still, I need proof. But still, I need you to like still I I need further proof that like you're interested in me, even though you're on my desk. Right. And you're with, a, basically with your vagina in my like, face. Here's my beef. Presents like, beef. <laughs> Present beef forward. <laughs> the, uh, Present beef. <laughs> the twenty-one beef salute. <laughs> Even a twenty-one beef salute, he'd still be like, "I don't think." Yeah, he'd be like, in this, "What?" I think none of them are interested in me. But it's a twenty-one beef salute. <laughs> nope, I don't get it. I'm a man in a Brooke McEldenny comic I strip. I never understand. Anything that's going on, and then a woman like she has grabbed his face and kissed him and first, bit him. First, she bit him first. She's, <laughs> she, she, I mean, she pressed her teeth against his upper lip, which I guess counts as kissing. Um, at first, she's. We begin this with her exhausted by him, but yeah, then the more right. he talks, he's grossing says, her out. In fact, yes. And, She's exhausted by him and disgusted by him, it would seem, in the first strip. And then and then he doesn't change his tactic. He continues to say exactly the same things. And that only makes her hotter. Hotter. 
Yeah. Well, because then, he said, I'm in love with you. Right. And so then in the Because she's so one, desperate. No one would ever love her. Right. Of course. And she's like, someone finally loves me. This gross, disgusting filth of a person. My, who, who could be my, my father. No. Grandfather. Could be a grandfather. It'd be, I tough, mean, to, be tough to be a grandfather. A 30-year difference. I mean. Oh, there's only a 30-year difference? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the way it's drawn is that she literally looks like she's in high school and he looks like he's 90. Right. So she's, in the second one, she presses her teeth against his upper lip. In the third one, she puts her whole mouth around his mouth and then then later in that same strip, moves in for another kiss. And then she (laughs) presents Beave and grabs his face and kisses it. (laughs) Present (laughs) Beave! Forward Beave! And I haven't looked at the fifth one yet, but I, I... I would guess that he still doesn't get it. Let's find out. Okay. Fifth one. Okay. So now she's like right up in (laughs) front. Jesus Christ. Uh Uh I've, I've, I've made Uh a mistake of looking ahead Uh (laughs) at the end of the strip. Okay. So she's apparently still on this desk Mm -hmm. and, and she's right up in his face and he looks terrified still he is terrified of her he's terrified of what he's created and um let's just go ahead and read this let's go you wrote your reverie because of me am i correct that would support the idea that i'm in love with you and you must have noticed the way i was throwing myself at you and raining kisses upon you which would support the presumption of insanity. Or the reciprocation of love. Which would go along with the insanity plea. Now on the final one, she's in his lap with, and her knees are up near his shoulders. And his hands are behind her and she is, <laughs> looks like she's grabbing him forcibly by, by the, the ear. Flesh. By yeah. the flesh. Oh, ear. no, it's not even the ear. To me, it looks like she's just grabbing his cheek flesh. It seems high enough to be the ear to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, either way, it looks like she's like... And, well, <laughs> and, it, and it goes along with what she says, which is... Now you're getting me really mad. Right. So she's been on this... Uh, so she's back up, like, on hands and knees, I guess, for panels one, two, and three. And we see her from the side, and then kind of we're behind her in panel two, and then we're... <laughs> panel again? three, he looks like he's motorboating her boobs. Like, she's got her <laughs> boobs right, like, yeah. where... Yeah, and then somehow, I mean, this table that she's on, there, as we saw earlier, there's literally no space between him and the table. And somehow she has insinuated herself between uh-huh. there uh-huh. and has her knee, her knees are literally up um, uh, at his shoulders. So she's just, she's just uh, putting it right on him. So, but I love in that whole thing, not an ellipsis, not one. <laughs> right. After- Even when she would have to jump into his arms, she would have to move the way she's moving. There would be some pauses, you know, from panel three to panel four. Uh, unlike, let's say, from the earlier one where she went from present beeve to, like, flopping face down again. Like, I could see how she would be, like, on the edge of the table and then, like, slide down into his right, lap. Right, right. Pretty, that, that, that is, 
that isn't a multi-step process like so okay. many. I, I, as far wait, as, I you're mean, saying from this this third to that four, this fourth, you think could happen? She just in a second. She just <laughs> slides slides off with no yes. ellipses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I really, I have to cry foul sure. on that one. I have to. I, I, I'm not going to go with you on that one. All right. Because, well, I don't know. Maybe she's the most. I just know myself how long it would take me to get <laughs> from the 30. top of the. <laughs> how 30. dare you? How dare you? You're not thirty. You're, 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 you're I'm him twice in that. This. I'm almost We're twice that. We're both him in this. We're both him. Yeah, in this. We're we really just are. Terrified, uncertain, waddles. And, Nose hair, flapping, ear hair. <laughs> oh my god! I've got plenty of ear hair for both of us. Do you really? Oh yeah. You must really clip it because I've never noticed. I don't often look in your ears, though. Well, it's not also something we're on I a do. Zoom. We're on a Zoom. Oh, like how are you going to notice? How am I going to know? And oh, you don't have headphones on though. Why don't you have headphones on? I do. I've got these on. Oh, those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those don't hurt? No. Why oh, would they're, okay. they're just... I don't know. Weird. Sometimes those kind of make my ears feel weird. Yeah. I mean, if you wear them for a long time, they kind of get annoying. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So... Okay. Are we going to the next one? All right. So... Oh, I, don't I know see. What We're means. under the table. We're under the table. Mm-hmm. I see. I thought... Mm-hmm. When, at first glance, I thought they were lying down and all we saw were their legs draped over each other. Mm-hmm. So now she's... Her legs are across his lap. Yeah, so somehow she's somehow she's moved from moved like from straddling him. I'm froggy to, position, I'm like an ab- to, yeah, right. You are don't don't do it. No, Jeff, not, you're gonna hurt yourself. It's not it's not hands. The hands always make me cramp. I know, but just do it. If you try and do the move, something terrible is going to happen. Is anyone there in the house with you in case something oh, yeah, bad happens? Yeah, I could okay, I could good. shout for so, help. All right. Okay. Four panels here. We are under the table. I guess so he can show us that, like, their clothes are still on, guys. Calm down. Just because her knees were at his shoulders and she's wearing mm-hmm. a dress. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, mm-hmm. you know, well, she's, I mean, she's obviously wearing a bikini under her dress, like, as women do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, don't get too excited. She's wearing okay. a bikini. A bikini. <laughs> it's just got a long cord out of it. The furtive. Right. I know. Where's her where's her cord? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> um, so we're under there and yeah. I boy, I it's a coin flip for me who's speaking. Who's first. speaking? Well, um, and why is it not in I guess because you can't see their heads, so there's no bubble. It's just I would make a case that he speaks first. Uh, I agree. However, let's read it both ways. And see, it's going to make sense both ways, I guarantee you. Okay. Um, Okay. You kissed with a great deal of conviction. Not a tad extreme? No, not at all. And now um, we're back above the table and we see her looking at him. Her hand is still on his head because she cannot stop grabbing his head. And then she, in the next panel, she says, I must have neglected something. And now now she's tackled him out of frame and is making out with him again. Wait, so it, I, it was me speaking first. Well, let's try it that way. 
You kissed with a great deal of conviction. Not a tad extreme? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. It's yeah. you. I think it, it has to you. be. Yeah, it had to be. It had to be. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I was so excited that I might be No, right. because what is going on with his face in the third one? Yeah. What? That's what it looks like. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's almost asleep. Asleep. He's falling I, asleep. Uh, <laughs> I must have neglected. Not a tad extreme. No, not at all. My God. Well, first okay, of all, I, I don't know. Just I'm just, my here. brain is just blown. I, I can't. just pause here. We're okay. six into our, our, the six strips into the culmination of this. Um, okay. White hot romance. Yeah. And you want to stop? Say, I No. Well, always, always, always I want to stop and throw okay. my computer into the ocean. Okay. Okay. But moving past that, I mean, that's just a given anytime we do this. I would say, um, I don't know that I have seen a love affair as incendiary as this. Mm-hmm. This is truly mm-hmm. a romance mm-hmm. for the ages. It's... I mean, it's 2019 is when this one was. And you're like, how could it, I mean, how did it take this long, you know, to get something as hot and beautiful and sexy and relatable? Yeah. All right. So now we're on seven. Oh, God. Okay. And now is the reveal of the location. Because uh-huh. God forbid. Oh, I knew this was going to get you. God forbid Brooke McElhinney ever draw something in the background to give us a, a a clue. But if you look back at the first one, you can see like, oh, she was she had something behind her that looks kind of like what's behind him. And so it turns out they're in a restaurant of some mm-hmm. sort in a booth. Mm-hmm. Sitting across from each other. And with like other mo- people and children well, around. And- let's go into that in a little bit. Let's okay. just first address the fact that the waiter is, of course, wearing a shirt and bow tie and what looks to be a pleated skirt. Yeah, but a prairie skirt. I, but, right. But right. A prairie skirt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally. a big fan of Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah, it's Goody and- Proctor. But I think it's supposed to be an apron, but it definitely looks like a skirt, which is fine. That's a great choice for him. If that's what, if that's how go. he feels about yeah. expressing himself, mm-hmm. God bless him. That's right. And there's, we see nobody in the booth. They're not Mm-mm. visible. They're not there. Brooke. They're not visible. Where are they, Brooke? Where I wonder. Are One they? wonders. Oh, it's so romantic. And he says. He says to the seemingly empty booth, are you and the gentleman ready to order? And now out of nowhere, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, where were these things before? Mm -hmm. And the things I'm talking about are her legs now are suddenly visible. They look like she's been hit by a car. She's obviously on top of him because we're seeing her heels. So she's on top of him, and then her hand is poking up in an impossible fashion if she's on her right. stomach. Yeah, How do you hold like... up that? It, now, if it was his hand, that would make sense. Yeah, But it's you're right. hers. She's reaching. Be, she is. Try to 
Lie down flat on your stomach. God, I want to do it right now. The closet isn't big enough. <clears throat> Imagine yourself lying flat on your stomach. Okay. And then right. being able to point one or the other arm straight up in the air at a 90 degree angle to your prone body. Yeah, no, it's like, not, I'm try I've got my foot stuck on a shelf and it's so painful to lift my hand like this. Like behind it, you. Like it, you have to it, like lift Well, but my legs you. would have to be on this shelf. But I've only got it on two shelves you lower. You can't really you, There's you no can't way to do it. Do it. You'd snap in half. You'd snap in half. You'd snap in half. Anyway, her we didn't say what she says, or did, or did we? I can't remember. Her legs uh, are now cares. like one is sort of like off to the side, one is bent up, and then her arm somehow is pointing up yeah. as if she's lying on her stomach, mm -hmm. uh, on her back. Mm -hmm. Like that looks like her left hand pointing yeah. up in the air. But if she's lying on her stomach, it's it it. It's impossible. You can't. It's impossible. You, can't you would you would snap you your arm off or your he leg. Has, he has dislocated her shoulder yeah. so that she can reply, and she says, "Just a sec." Right. So they're in a. a it's either it's a nice restaurant, I guess, because the guy is wearing this a prairie um, skirt. This <laughs> <laughs> because the they're in a nice restaurant from the 1950s, mm -hmm. <laughs> where, as always. Where the guy, I mean, I you know what? I'm going to go with the fact that this is a, a gentleman who prefers uh, because this shirt looks like a lady's blouse, also. It's yes. very billowy. Mm -hmm. It looks like it has like those puffy kind of sleeves also that kind yeah. of puff up at the shoulder. And right. And what, remember in Tootsie, that's a lovely blouse. Thank yes. you. Yes. Remember that? Yes. The, uh, and the uh, the cuffs then it like it like puffs up. It's not like a fitted. Right. The cuffs look shirt. like a sweatshirt. Oddly. Yeah. yeah. So this but, is he's okay. wearing it. He's he's wearing which is fine. Like I said. Like, live your dream, man. Like, be your true self. So anyway, they're at a restaurant where this is the garb, <laughs> where, where this is what a waiter wears. And, but also, um, they're at a restaurant. We buried the lead. They're, we're at a restaurant. There's literally nothing on the table, which makes it easy. Except for her, her vagina. Well, first. She put her, her vagina on the table. Yeah. At a restaurant. Can you imagine, like, oh, they're almost finished. You can have their table. I don't want their table. Thank you. Can we get a, a not a booth or just not that booth? Just not. Well, and imagine if the health inspector came in and was like, ah, <laughs> uh, you're going down to a B at least. The, the health inspector walks in right as she's presenting beef. Yeah. Presenting. Like, uh, present beef. Okay. What's um, happening here? Uh, guys, I got to shut you down. Guys, guys. That's, I mean, I, I, I got to shut you is, down. That that a waiter doesn't come up and say, before Get she ever presents. Get the fuck up <laughs> and out of here. She, before she even presents right. Beef, that a waiter doesn't come up and, and be like, can you please stop lying on the table? This yeah. is so weird. It's so weird. It's gross. It's, it's also like, dangerous. It's a It's an insurance problem for us if you fall off the table i can't right. please but i mean that's Just sit why we down. don't put any, that's why we don't put anything on the table we don't put there's not um salt and pepper there's not uh, a, a 
a table setting, a place setting. Well, there's maybe not the- anything. <laughs> there's not water glasses. There's nothing because. <laughs> For the most part, Brooke McEldoney is too fucking lazy to draw any. Well, that's the first thing. <laughs> but maybe the restaurant, the name of the restaurant is 21 Beeves Salute. And Probably. this is where people come to present their beeves, their, yeah. their pro there's butts. 21, there's 21 booths. Booths. That's right. And so <sighs> um, any you, you can only get a table there if you agree to present beef. I mean, because he's so nonplussed. I've been told I use that incorrectly. Am I using that incorrectly? Nonplussed? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, then what's the word I'm looking for? He's not phased. He's unfazed. Yeah, not unfazed. He's unfazed. He's just like, "Uh, are you ready to order? People put their beefs on the table all the time. If we look at the next one, he's back to his terrified self. Well, I think he would be. Um, I do. I do. Okay, let's go through this, and then I'll I'll go through my issues with the way this is drawn. So okay. now we are um, seeing through the back of his booth side, so that we can see that they are under the ta- they are lying down on her side of the booth. He's um, not wearing a skirt; it's just an apron. It's a prairie apron. It is a prairie apron, um, and his shirt looks less like blousey than before. But um, does it? anyway a little bit? Okay. Uh, let's okay. say 30% less blousey. Okay, 30% less Um, She's on top of him. And he looks terrified. She's grabbing him by the, <laughs> by the, by the yeah. side of the head again. She straddled him. She has, and one leg is propped, one leg is kicked up, and he says, what was that noise? The waiter clearing his throat, ellipsis. New voice, new, new, new voice bubble. He wants us to order something. And then we go to the, um, uh, I, I think, I think it's, she speaks, then him, and then the waiter. By the way, she's, she's lying on his penis. I mean, it's well, like vagina on. to penis. Hold on. I know. I know. Okay. There, let's get, all let's right. get into that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all okay. right. There, I, I can't, a, I can't. Cause there's a lot more issues with that than, than you're just, you are correct, but there are more issues than that. Okay. Let's go on. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's do yeah. you first. No, I think the waiter speaks first, doesn't it? I don't know. It I I think it goes me it waiter goes, him? No, you old guy waiter. Oh my god. Okay. I did, okay. Oh, I no, I no, I think you're right. It's He wants us to order something and then the waiter, the waiter says, says restricting your choices to the arena of food ellipsis. Is there anything you'd like? And then the and then Arthur says, "Let me think." McEldoney ellipsis. Okay. So anyway, to me, it's funnier if she says he wants us to order something. Is there anything you'd like? Let me think. And the waiter says, "Restricting your choice." Right. To be yeah. Ready. You're right. You're right. But you're right. It, it's impossible to read it that way because the the waiter's line is the farthest to the left, and so that that does seem like how it should go. Anyway, she is her skirt slash dress is is hiked up. Um, it's it's amazing that she's not showing her, especially in the second one, that she's not just like flashing her butt to the waiter. Um, yeah, he would he, see up up her dress. He would be seeing. There's yeah. no no question there. She in the first one though, it is as if they've merged. She has no butt in the first one, and it's 
it's impossible. It looks it it looks like he has been crushed. He is yeah. where is the rest right. of his body? How soft where's is Where's his it? neck? Where's yeah. the where's the rest of his back? Is this a so soft a a, a bench that he is half of him is disappearing. He's sinking in, it. yeah. But yeah. also like her on top of like in the last one, you can see that her butt's up in the air, but in this one from the side, it's like she just goes down like a like a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like a I mean she she like it's just a straight angle mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's so poorly drawn. And his knees are a little bit up. You know what though this is like this is what like McEldowney fans are like, yes, yes, yeah. so, this I love how horny this strip is. Look, they're just doing it right on a bench. Well, and they well, love she, everybody watching, and yeah. it's all the voyeurism. It's She's just, trying to do it, and he still is like, is there anything you'd like? I, I don't fucking know, dude. What are we doing? <laughs> like, I know what's happening. What's happening? I don't understand. Do you like me? I don't know. <laughs> do, do I want something? I I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my Who god. are you? I mean, it's like, like what it's the- so. And they're in a, they're she's on a. It's a restaurant. People are eating. Right. So what I want to know. People is- are trying to enjoy their meal. Okay. Like so- everyone in the room in the place is like, could you have them stop that? That's disgusting. Okay, so she climbed over onto his side. So they're on his side, and that's that's how we got here. And then she's on top of him. Okay, right. great. Okay, so that's that's what happened. Okay, so that was that was the eighth one. So now let's go to nine. And now, uh, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Seth, right? I think so. Yeah. And he's wearing a turtleneck that looks like uh, a neck brace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's with looks like um, Shrek. <laughs> It's bright green. Bright green. He's he's with a gentleman who's wearing. What is the thing that he's wearing? I don't know. What look is at it? The, look at the look at his left sleeve, like at the elbow when it comes yeah. down. It's like what is going? What's happening with both of them? It's like it's it's like it's gathered at his elbows by like um you know like an old a uh, wild west. Like sleeve, right, um, right. But thing, then it's you know? hanging. Da- it looks like it's hanging down. You know, you have like the long. It hangs past your hand. You know how a woman has a kind of a a blouse that does that. It's like groovy seventies things. But yeah, it, and I I don't understand what it is. Is it it because it seems to be gathered at the waist too? So it's like elastic. Yeah, at that's the waist. weird too. Like so he only could draw like a, one line. So this must be a sweater that has a deep V, and of course he's wearing a. <laughs> shirt that's buttoned up under the top shirt to the top all the way to the top under uh, under a v-neck a v-neck sweater these are the two worst dressed gay men in the entire fucking world these guys are the worst dressed gay men i have ever seen whatever is seth wearing what What in the world is seth wearing I mean, who has a turtleneck that literally it looks it looks like a like a dog dish that he has stuck his head through. <laughs> yeah, he's in the cone zone. Yeah. Oh. You know, kind of. He's just mm, like when Muffin had to have the cone on Bluey. Oh, Muffin and the cone. 
And then at the end, Muffin wants to wear the cone because they had so much fun playing. They had so and then they much open fun. they open the door and Bingo and Bluey both go, Cone of Shame. And that's Yay. the last so sweet. <laughs> oh my God. And just the mom going like, She's gotta learn. Like yeah. just chowing down on the chips, like okay, can't control so. herself. She's gotta wear the cone. Yep. So <sighs> Anyway, um, so this, uh, guys, get ready for some solid comedy business right now. It's just super, super great comedy. So we begin with Seth and uh, what's his boyfriend's name? I don't know. Do you remember? I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Well, none of us care. None of us care. Seth, (laughs) let's see. Let's see. Seth Appleby. Yeah, Mark. This is Mark, his live-in boyfriend and artist and gallery owner. But I think the last time we saw him, it doesn't look like Mark. Uh, well, let's say it's him for okay. right now, and okay. he just does. I just, think the last time he had a mustache and beard, right? He had a beard. I don't. Yeah, know. maybe that's it. Maybe he's shit. I don't. know. Anyway, I don't. Uh, whatever he's wearing, and it, I mean, it's. Uh, so I can't. Get, I can't get over what both of them are wearing. Anyway, he's being shown. The two of them are being shown to a table by the waiter, and then the next panel is that waiter and another waiter who are both dressed like they're bartending in the old west and no no that's uh, the waiter that's been waiting on them no i know the, oh the one okay i got gotcha. you shows him there uh is the waiter that was waiting on on um yes on arthur and uh what's her face nan okay. nan nan lynn and so now an older uh waiter um, uh, you go ahead and be the okay. older. You winner. showed those two guys to table number three. Indeed, I did. And this is you. I thought the Asian girl and her elderly boyfriend were sitting there. Did you? And then. Just um, four. Four. Just four. Another. A, wi- oh a wild God. new half. Halfway between an ellipsis and a Macedonia ellipsis. Right, but no, but no question mark. Because why wouldn't you do before? Like the fifth one is a question mark. Yeah, because it's did you? It is a question. Is it or is it the beginning of a statement? Did you? Did you? It's not a question, so it has to be. Did Did you? you... (laughs) And then the final panel is shot. uh, We are seeing under the booth. And we see Nan Lin still on top of Arthur, and they're looking at the seated legs of Seth and his boyfriend. Who, who when you go to a table, you always sit on the same side. Unless you're Nan Lin and Arthur, you you sat on opposite sides. But also, like a person that, like those two would have just gone, and he would have gone. Oh wait, someone's in this side of the thing. Yeah, um, their feet are. If you go back. Their feet are sticking out of the end. Sticking out. Yeah. And also, even if they're not, how do you not see that there are two people lying down on the other side? On the other side of the bench. It's, I mean, and also the waiter's just like, yeah, let's subject more people in this restaurant so they'll run away and never come back to this restaurant. Yeah, so it's unclear why the waiter seated. That's the same waiter, right? Yeah, that's the same yep. waiter. Yep. That's it's unclear why he would just go ahead and seat them, and, uh, unless he was just like, "I'm I'm gonna be a dick right now and seat 
people in the same one, but that he would that he would not expect him to be like, I'm sorry, people seem to be fucking in this booth. Can yeah. we have a different booth? Oh, and 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 by different booth, I mean a different restaurant because we're leaving. I can't wait to find out what happens next. Okay. Oh, I know. I know. Here okay. So now we're back to the the old the older waiter who now looks like he's in his twenties. It's oh, an yeah. older waiter, yeah. and then the original waiter is like a sneaky waiter. Wait, has he always had the mustache? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. other guy? Yeah, it's a weird... Yeah, if you look back at I never May I Take Your that. Order, I think you were probably imagining that was his mouth. Yeah, because he's... If you go back to number okay. seven. Okay. But his okay. mouth is a tiny line underneath oh, it. Jesus yes, he has a tiny a tiny little, like... Oh, okay, yeah. Mustache. He's got a tiny little mustache. Okay. Yes, monsieur. Okay. Okay. Monsieur. Take um, okay, so now the, the now the old the old guy who's Benjamin buttoning right before our eyes. Right, yeah. Now he's not <laughs> old anymore, now, yeah. He's not old, and he said it's the two of them talking, and he says, You sat two men in one seat while in the facing seat a couple are stretched out necking? You're not getting a tip from any of them today. And now the next panel is Seth and his boyfriend, and they're looking at each other. And then... Now we're behind their booth seat, and they start making out. And in the background, we see Nan Lin's leg up in the air. And uh, and then finally, now we're back to the old guy, who now looks older. <laughs> and the snooty waiter with the tiny mustache says, this is so worth it. Okay, so he intentionally seated them there, knowing that either they would not give a shit that there was another couple literally like lying down <laughs> like that the waiter is like i don't give a shit that i work in a restaurant where <laughs> people where no one seems to give a shit <laughs> i'm just i just i'm no like no one cares in this restaurant that people no one are cares lying well down. this whole town they're always just fucking all over town People are literally lying down in the booth and nobody, nobody has thought to be like, um, can you guys not do that here, please? Yeah, just has, please. Is no one else complaining? No, no. Everybody is, everybody's like, they're so in love. And look at Mark's hand. What's happening between his thumb and forefinger? Yeah, it's, it looks like he was sliced many so, years ago and then he, that's just, it's scarred over, so, but he's got a huge slice in his palm. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know what what is going on. Like, I, I mean, we literally. <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? I just blew. <laughs> you blew up. Kind of. I I, I deflated the news balloon. Deflated. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're, so so the world of Nine Jigweed Lane is a world in which a. It is not unusual for someone to crawl onto a table and then to plop their vagina down on said table in a yep. restaurant. In a restaurant. Um, where there's nothing else on the table in the restaurant. Just mm-hmm. like every restaurant you go to. There's yep. never anything never on Never anything the table. on when you arrive never at anything. the table. You come in there. There's not – There's no one has given you menus. Nope. No. No one has brought you a water. They've nope. been there long enough. Nothing is on the table. It's nothing. Completely, it's a very minimalistic restaurant but it's totally normal for somebody to first crawl across the table mm-hmm. 
and to just lie on the table for a prolonged period of time mm-hmm. <laughs> and then to pop up mm-hmm. and uh and and drop their junk down on the table and then to slide over mm-hmm. into the into the next side and then to lie down in a booth can you imagine walking into a restaurant and, and there's a couple lying in a booth and nobody is doing anything about it? You turn right around. <laughs> You'd be walk like, out. I'd just be like, that's weird. I got to get out of here. It's a fucking weird swingers situation going on here. That right. Oh, this must be the restaurant that you come to either have sex in the booth or watch people have sex in a booth. It's like you would well, you might stop and snap a photo so you could put it on Twitter and go, look at this weird fucking thing right. that happened or to me. Or just send to your friends and be like, I yeah. don't know what was happening. I don't know what's here, happening. I don't know what's happening. Is... No one was doing anything. No one was doing like, anything. Wendy and I went to a a trivia night and behind me that she could see there were three people at the table and she th- it was unclear to her whether this was developing as she was watching it, or when they walked in, this was the situation. But it was obvious that this was either already a thruple or becoming a thruple. Oh, Two gentlemen and a boy. woman. Oh, and boy. literally, I believe it was the woman. Oh, she was sitting next to one man and had like her his hand in hers. And then at a later point, like had her finger in the mouth no, of no, the man. No, 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 no. No. So anyway, that's weird enough. Yeah. But at least they're all just sitting there. Yeah, they but don't have they so, didn't put their vagina on the table. Even so where you eat. Even so putting somebody's finger letting Yeah, it's like, gross. Like it's it's just <laughs> gross or not, not to make a character judgment on them. Like it's whatever. You don't want to you don't want to sit and watch it, but it's no, weird. No, that's the thing. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about you want to put your finger in your significant other's mouth in your own <laughs> private time. That's wonderful. Have fun. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. That's I just, wonderful. I just don't. I, 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 this thing that some people have that they're that they that the public wants to see all of this is just. It's like go to a sex club if you want to do that. Don't don't yeah. go to trivia night. There is you don't know don't there, don't go ha- to the the restaurant down the street. There is a sex club, and it's called Nine Chickweed Lane. Nine Chickweed Lane is the sex club. So anyway, now we're on number 11. Okay. And uh, Seth and Mark are in a passionate embrace Mm -hmm. on their side of the booth, kissing. Mm -hmm. And then in the next one, they are looking towards us, both shocked. Shocked. And in the final panel, it's Nan Lynn and Arthur peeking up over the edge. So... They did Wait not notice. Wait a all. minute. They didn't notice? They didn't notice at all. That but just started making couple. out for no reason? Were there like mm-hmm. pheromones in the air or whatever? It's, Fer- just, it's what happens in booth 23. This is always have, that's it, why they didn't stop. They're like, up oh, booth twenty. You shouldn't have seated him in booth twenty three. I made the mistake of seating a mother and son in that booth, and it was it disgusting. Were, the and, police finally came the for that. One. Did the come. police finally came for I that. I didn't one. call them. I didn't no. call the police. Why would I call the police on two people right, right. Um, having sex in a in a booth? In a, especially in a, a mother and restaurant. son. Especially a mother and son. I don't know their business. Okay, so that's all that's happening in this. Oh, my God. 
No, I what? This is no way they didn't know. When did they come in? On uh, ten, eleven. What was it? Nine, eight. No, nine, nine, nine. They're seated, and then, and then we see like somehow they didn't notice feet sticking out from the other end. Like you walk up to a booth, and look, they're walking up. They're walking. Given the old side eye. They're walking up from the side where they would be able to, like, he's showing them to their side of the booth. They're coming up from behind that side of the booth. So, like, and from an angle, that there's no way you wouldn't see. Wouldn't see the legs. That, wouldn't that, see the, the legs. The legs are sticking out. Well, any angle you come at, it, the legs are sticking out. But also, you would be able to see into that si- other side of the booth. A little bit. So, like, you're you're the dumbest, but most it, unobservant <sighs> person in the world to not notice that there are literally two hum, full-sized human beings well, in the, lying in number, on top of each uh, other. In number 10, her leg is up in the air. And so they're insinuating that they see this. But it then, sort of feels like that. No, but that that is, I think, then what sort of... What what sort of draws their attention? I think I saw something out of the corner of my eye. Huh? What everyone just everyone just goes to a restaurant, sits down in a booth on the same side, and starts making out for no reason when you're seated. The second once again, once again, I would like to say that is not what Nanlin and Arthur did. They were sitting across from one another, and he began to bore her before they got menus or water. Thank you for leading us to our table. First of all, the thing I need to tell you is I'm a disgusting old man with hair over here, none up here. I have flapping, <laughs> flapping skin. Flapping ball waddles. I have ball waddles. Can you hear them? They're flapping right now. I'm not flapping, even moving, and it's just have, flapping. What was it? Flying flaps of skin? What was it? Something yeah, flaps the, of, Flapping flesh. I have flapping uh, flesh. God. I have flapping flesh. Okay, so now we're on... 12 and comedy of comedies. Uh, now uh, everyone is sitting up staring at each other. I'll give this to Arthur. He is a consistent man of terror and discomfort. Uh-huh, uh-huh, he is uh-huh. looking that way, but it is the no eyes different. are bulging. It is no different from how he looked at Nan Lynn. <laughs> so hard to say, hard to say what's going on in his mind in the distance. We can see, I mean, because, of course, there's nothing else drawn in the background. The booths now, are, these are such high-backed booths all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at, uh, if you look at the 10th uh, the one, where mm-hmm. Seth and Mark start making out, it's barely above their shoulders. And now, mm-hmm. in the next one, it's... It is up above their yeah. nearly yeah, up now to their, it's all yeah nearly up to their heads, and now in this last one, it's down at their shoulders, but across the way, Nan Lynn and Arthur, it is above their heads by a foot. And if you look back at number eight, it it looks like it's that size too. It's a gigantic. Boot. But then, but then, but then earlier, Sven and Mark are. Is it Sven and Mark, or is it no, 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 no? Who Seth. Is it? Seth. Seth, I'm sorry, Seth and Mark, but their their shoulders are at the top of the booth, right? Are, all are they sudden. that yeah. much taller than? No, but before when they were making out, the booth was up by the top of their heads. Oh my god! Just one 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 strip ago, like he drew one and then drew the other and was like, 
was like, I guess, I, like, I don't give a shit where the <laughs> where I put this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. So anyway, in the background, a white void that uh, everything exists in behind mm-hmm. this. Um, Behind this booth that on one side is about uh, four feet high and on the other side is Mm -hmm. five and a half feet high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, It's a mm -hmm. very, very wild situation. Uh, We see the waiter coming. They stare. There's the two couples are staring at each other. They're still staring at each other as the waiter who now does not have a mustache. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking he it goes back and forth. He's like, does (laughs) Now, before he definitely he had did a have a mustache. He okay, a mustache. on every single one. Well, let's look in. Unless this is a different waiter than was in seven, and then it's nine. not. It's, it's not. It's not. It is because look, because it's it, not. It is. It is because look, he has no mustache in this one, and he and he says. If you people are not ordering something, your tip had better be huge. Which is weird because early, just a couple of strips ago, he didn't give a shit that yeah, he, he wasn't said, getting a tip. Yeah, he said, I don't care. He was like, care. it's so worth it. But so it is the same guy. It is. Because then look at the next one. Now he's got a mustache. <laughs> go to 13. Oh, no. Oh, no I can't go does he, fast does he not enough. I can't mustache. get a <laughs> Hold on. I can't click fast enough. Oh, my God. Look, he has a mustache. It's back. He has no mustache. Clean lip in number 12. But the next strip, yes. Oh, my God. And now the booth has shrunk. The booth has shrunk. Now it's it's barely above Nanlin and Arthur's shoulders. It's just a normal booth now. Yeah. And why? Okay, so why are they terrified now? They have been... They have been in this booth. She has crawled across it, slapped her vagina down on it. Yep. They have slid into the side of the booth and mm-hmm. have been on top of one another for the better part of 10 right. minutes. And, and the waiter has approached them and said, do you want anything? Right. So it's and not like they not, just got caught. That has not phased them. They're None. looking terrified here. They're looking terrified like they have been caught. Like now they're embarrassed. Yeah. Now, now they're embarrassed. Yeah. Again, nobody's emotional state is ever makes any sense from one strip to another. It's like whatever serves this current strip best. So now he doesn't see any reason to make the booth, the back of the booth, a consistent height. It varies by like, there's a three foot variance in the height of the back of the booth. Sometimes he doesn't have a mustache in that, in the one before. Right. There is no quality control None. on this bullshit comic strip. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, I don't know what's happening. So then Seth says, what is the expression for addressing two people who are pawing the earth for each other. It's on the tip of my tongue. And the waiter says, get a room. And then there's just a shot of the waiter and his hair is blowing. He's looking off to the side and his, um, his uh, waiter's tablet, which looks like, <laughs> it looks like a sketchbook. It's so big. It's so, it's so big. big. It's like a legal pad. <laughs> it's, well, maybe but he's the, been sketching nudes. Maybe he's a nude artist. Uh, yeah, but, but a figure pages, jar. The pages are also fluttering. Yeah, and then yeah, we see from behind Seth and Mark, now Nan Lynn and Arthur are gone. Gone. 
And they left with such urgency that it caused this breeze, this comedic zoom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm surprised there's not little clout, like little puffs of smoke that look like them that are left behind, like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. But then the waiter says, that must be the expression. What does pawing the earth for each other mean? What that does that mean? That doesn't make any sense What does that mean? Pawing the earth. Like What is the expression for addressing two people who are pawing the earth for each other? Pawing the, yeah. Who are, like... It's, what? It's like, what is the expression for people who are like pawing at, like, pawing, right, at, pawing each other, at each other? But pawing the earth for each other? Once again, more words than you need because Brooke McEldowney gets paid by the word. I think. Every <laughs> single word in this strip for 30 plus years is, <laughs> mo- is one more word than you need. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, it's, please, why did he even pick up a pen? Okay, so, <sighs> I'm of two minds as to where this ends okay. on, on, this, on this strip. One is, he says, get a room, and the implication seems to be, oh, it finally dawned on them, they should get a room so they can go have sex. Or, <laughs> like, they're in, they left because they're embarrassed. But they don't leave until he says, get a room. Mm. So what are they leaving? Because they're like, oh, yeah, we should go and have sex now. Mm. I I think you know the answer to that. I don't. I really don't. I think you do. If you really think about Brooke McEldowney and what he needs every single character to do at all times. I know, but how do they not? How Like, it took literally somebody else saying to both of them, get a room. Like Nan Lynn was like more than happy to just like, to just like, pre- <laughs> like she presented beef. It's like, yeah. like what's gonna like, yeah, what's stopping him? It's obviously in her like that it that this is finally another man saying get a room finally lands with Arthur like oh maybe we should get a room for what though? What would we do in said room? All right, so then the last one, we're on the last one. Home stretch. The waiter is looking off to the side. He does have his mustache here. Mm-hmm. He's looking off to the side. His hair is still mussed up from the speed with which mm-hmm. they flew out of his booth, which also impossible to do. You cannot, if you're the second person in the booth, how do you get out that quickly? Mm-hmm. You can't. Even mm-hmm. the person sitting by the edge. Yeah. You're not getting out of there fast. Well, maybe that's why they don't have anything on the table, because you could knock it over. True. As you're running out to have sex. So he's looking off to the side, the waiter. And then from that side, here comes Arthur, who looks terrified still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's holding up what I'm assuming are dollar bills, although... They are they're the, the size. Yeah. They're the size of um of a playbill. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they're they like money in the eighteen hundreds or something. You know, like just giant. Like they're like stock certificates. Right. <laughs> I mean, 
He's holding a big fistful of them. There are, They're the same it, size as his pad, his yes, waiter's his pad. his pad, which is, which is huge. giant. It's giant. No waiter ever carries something that large. You'll be lucky if it's a pad as large as an, as an iPhone. <laughs> like, if they carry a pad at all. Um, but anyway, Arthur comes back. He's holding out a gigantic, like, fan, like it's just draped over. This is yeah, like yeah. this big pile of like eight to ten bills. I forgot to leave your gratuity. Then he leaves, and the waiter stares, is now holding that, and he's looking down at this giant. The the giant play money, <laughs> play, fake money, the fake yep. money that he's given him. Obviously and not not real. It's as it's obvious he's comparing the size of the money to the pad in his other hand. And he's like both of these things are are larger than they should be. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> but I at least I have a mustache. Finally, at least my mustache came back. That was a scary day. And it was scary when it just when was I did gone. not have a mustache. I worked so and hard then, on it. And oh, then yeah. he says, as a punchline, with now Seth and Mark are looking at at him terrified, and Seth's hair looks so weird and different now. Uh, it almost uh, looks like a Prince Valiant haircut. Yes, a Prince Valiant haircut. Yeah, it's just completely a straight edge. And he's also he's also kind of drawn as if he might be a monkey. <laughs> he might be. His ears kind of stick a out a little bit. A big green monkey. A big monkey who stuck his head through the bottom of a dog's water dish <laughs> and is wearing it um, with a matching poncho underneath it. <laughs> but look at, take a look at Seth's shoulders, by the way. Yeah. Look at There's shoulders. something terribly wrong. There's there, something. I mean, the shoulder, that shoulder, his right shoulder is literally like a shelf. Like you could put a drink on it. Like the waiter could come and go, would you like some water? And set water on no, it and it would stay there. No, it's not though. It like, it like bubbles out towards his actual shoulder and then that bubbles up again. So it's, it's like he's, it's. Right. But in between he, that, you could set something there. You could, but sure. What is, <laughs> what is. Happening like if you just like excerpt just him and those lines and like he's just like this head poking out of this green mound of something. <laughs> what is fucking happening? But the punchline is the waiter says, pinch me. I think I'm in love. What? What? <laughs> what? What the fuck? What? 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 This is what we built what? up to? This is what we built up to. That's it. Pinch me, I think That's I'm it. in love. That's it. Pinch me, I think I'm in love. With with what? Money? With, like, it doesn't, like, what? What? <laughs> it's the first time someone, you know, effed in the booth and tipped him? Happens so often. Never. I mean, I don't. With? Who are, I don't who's know. With? I don't me, know. I'm in love with who? Who? What? Arthur? Because he just gave you a lot of money and you're like, I want an older man to give me a lot of money. F- fine. If that's your thing. But it's like there's no indication before that moment that that's what's going to happen. It's not. It's it's provided as a punchline, but there's literally nothing leading up. I to want it. you to stop saying that, that it's a punchline. It is. 
because it it's, makes me want to punch him. In pun, the okay, face. that in that sense, it is a punchline. But it's like, I mean, it's not. It's there's no joke. No, no, there's no joke. No, but there never is. There there's never. never is. But this is there the conversation is. we have always. Like, there's never a joke, so that's that's fine that there's never a joke. But this is like, this is, you know, pinch me. I think I'm in love is a a thing that you say in other contexts. So one can only imagine he thinks that this is a funny thing for the waiter to say right now. But what is it referring to? What is it that someone to? tipped him? Like every time someone tips him, he's like, pinch me. I think I'm in love because he has had nothing but <laughs> contempt for them, and it like he intentionally seated two people opposite them and then was like, I don't care if I get tipped. And now he, then he was like, well, you better give me a big tip. And then he got a big tip and he's like, pinch me. I think I'm in love. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, what the fuck? This, none of it makes any fucking sense. 14. There are 14 of them. 14. And, and that was it. And every moment of it made no sense. None. None. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down the uh, no. and re-describe the whole. No, thing. you can't. It's... You guys. You guys all listen to this. You guys all know what happened, and you guys are all know that that none of this makes the slightest bit of sense. It makes absolutely no sense. What is the waiter talking about? Who is he in love with? Why is he in love? Because he got. I mean, it's just there's no, one's no emotional. No one's emotional journey ever makes sense in this. None. No one's. None. Seth and Mark, what, what's their deal? What's their they deal? Come, Why did they just sit down and go, "Ooh, we should make out on the same side of the booth"? Wait a minute, uh, there are people uh, here uh, fucking uh, across uh, from us. Uh, 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 we do. Like, uh, let's get out of here, Scoob. I mean, like, while Scoob, there's somebody <laughs> in the next side of the booth. It's why aren't we lying down? <laughs> God, I don't know. There's yeah. nothing to say. I don't. There's nothing. You know, every time we do this, we've done this is our 26th foray into this. And it's been, some of them have been like a collect, so it's, it hasn't been 26 different like storylines. But it's been about 20 different storylines. But literally every time we do a storyline, there's some part of me that's like this, uh, could we couldn't possibly come across a storyline as bizarre and and idiotic and anger making as the one that we just covered. And then you, yet like yep, just yep. randomly Every time. You yep. spin a wheel, you, Brooke Dillman. I spin, spin a, wheel. a wheel. Basically, you come across something and you're like, let's follow this and see where it goes. And then it's just like every single time it's like it's like, yes, yes, the uh, you know, the Lord provides. The, Lord, the good Lord provideth. I mean the dumbest fucking shitteth. It's just like from Brother McEldowney. It's like every single time there is something that's like that. Like we never come across something where we're like, ah, I feel kind of bad about making fun of this. Script. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We think, are we going too far? We're so mean. Nope. 
Nope. Because every time there's something, there's something in his punctuation usage that's like, what the fuck are you doing? There's something in his word usage, like pawing the earth for each other is not a phrase that nope. anybody has ever said. That's not a phrase. That just isn't. Once again. This should have been over when she put her vagina on the table. He should have just said, please get out of our restaurant. I'm sorry. You can't do that. You sir. can't do that in a restaurant. He should have. He should have. Get asked- your vagina off the table where people <laughs> eat food. No, but my vagina is clean. I swear to you. Oh, all right. Then be my guest. I'll seat two <laughs> other people there. Oh, my God. My battery's going. Oh, no. Your battery and your computer? Yes. Well, then let's just end it. Okay. We have to end. Okay, we, we have, have to end, end it. I have to save this. Well, okay, quick. Quick. Stop and save it. Nine Chickweed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. If you're enjoying the podcast, help us spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. Also, if you've been exposed to a Nine Chickweed lane in the wild, so sorry, but let us know. We're on Twitter, at Nine Chickweed Rage. That's us. Send us a message and we'll do our best to explain it on a future podcast. And again, thanks for listening. He most certainly had his pants around his ankles while he drew these three. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Oh my God. There's no way he didn't.